0: Hello everyone and welcome to Invisible Not Broken. Today I get to talk to one of my favorite cousins about his type 1 diabetes. Listen to how his diagnosis the second week into college altered his experience as you can imagine. <laughs> Some very interesting diabetes life hacks. What it's like to be a father, husband, and worker while as he says being reliant on a AAA battery. Oh yeah and swearing it might just be a family trait. So I have two things to talk about before we get into the interview. We discuss medical issues here on the show. We are not giving medical advice, especially in this episode. So please talk to your doctor first if you hear something that you want to try. Now, here's my second thing. Um, you might notice in this episode, I talk a lot faster and giggle a lot more. If you listen closely, you will hear the point where my hip dislocates. Just a warning. I get a little, um, well, just say manic when I'm in pain. I hope you'll be as kind and patient with me as my cousin was. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll get right into it now. All right. So when did you actually get diagnosed and what do you have? So 21
1: years ago, I was diagnosed with type one diabetes. Second week, first quarter at college. Through an NCAA sports physical.
0: No way! I thought you had been diagnosed earlier. Nope. I thought you were like a kid. And I was
1: 19. Oh, 19 my God. years old. Second week of college. And I found out.
0: That's not fair! Okay, so before I explain why this is that's no what fair. I, that's <laughs> why I said it was no fair. Why don't you explain exactly <laughs> what you can't do when you have type 1 diabetes? Or what you're not well, supposed to do, because I know stories about you.
1: So, so they said, oh, so. It's probably better to say how I found out.
0: Okay, tell us how you found out.
1: I found out from the sports from an NCAA sports physical, and so the doctor called me in from the the college. The college doctor called me in, and the college doctor said um, he was playing mind games, which really pissed the shit out of me. Um, I had two water bottles with me, and the doctor goes, "So why do you have all the water bottles?" Because I'm still running five, six miles a day.
0: No, it was the sport you were playing.
1: I was trying out for the track team. Okay. At college. Um, And so the doctor said, you're still running five, six miles a day? I go, yeah. What's the problem? And he said, you're diabetic. You should be in the hospital right now. You shouldn't be able to run.
0: Okay. You need
1: to go home now and get this taken care of. Or admit yourself to the hospital. At least That's you you how choice. I found out.
0: <laughs> So which choice did you take? Did you go to the hospital home? Well, I,
1: I called up dad and dad had gotten off of a 12 hour day from Ukiah and then drove from Ukiah back to Cal Poly to pick me up and then take me back home.
0: Okay. So did you have to take its time off of school or? Yeah,
1: I was gone for a week from school. You know, got it under control of shots and then went back to school.
0: All right, so I'm going to back up a little bit. Did this explain anything? Like, did you have any sort of symptoms when you were a kid growing up? Or? Nope. Nope. So this was just left field?
1: Yep, all left field.
0: Fuck! So were you still able to continue <laughs> with track after you got this under control, or did you have to stop track?
1: No, I kept I kept training okay. or try, trying out. You know, I was trying to walk onto the sports team, but, you know, I didn't make it, but it, at least it gave me something to do and something to, you know, at least try and do my workouts. Oh. Know, on the, on the, when you asked about symptoms, yeah, there was, there was probably symptoms that a, a guy is not going to acknowledge.
0: Okay, One, now back to this go, up. So what kind of things don't you acknowledge as a guy?
1: So, you know, having to get up and, you know, go pee. Yeah. You know, frequently.
0: So you a know, guy I, who's not in his fifties or sixties. Yeah, fifties
1: <laughs> or sixties, but you know, you gotta go up and just take a piss, you know, every two hours.
0: Okay. You know, it wasn't
1: that bad. I didn't think anything of it. And then, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, you know, by the time I was diagnosed, I was about one hundred and forty five pounds, six foot two.
0: Jeez! All right, streaming. And then, <laughs> I get to say this: I'm his cousin.
1: But Ooh. when I graduated high school mm-hmm. three months earlier, I was one hundred and sixty pounds. Wow! So my body was eating all the lean muscle mass.
0: So I was like, so you should have been, like, there's no way you should have been able to run five miles. Yeah. You were yeah. just running on reserves.
1: Yeah, I was. My yeah, stupid. <laughs> was, my body was eating itself alive.
0: Okay. And so with this diagnosis, I know you had to take a week off and get a whole bunch of shots. Mm-hmm. What else were you supposed to be doing daily as a new college student fresh away from parents to take care of yourself that I'm guessing by that look on your face you didn't do?
1: Well, I, I think I was given a regiment of, like, three shots a day. Jeez. So and the doctor said... You, you have said, to, like, keep
0: that on you all the time through all your classes?
1: Yeah. So I had to have my shots and my insulin, and I think the doctor said no alcohol at all.
0: Yeah. And how how well did you <laughs> listen to that your first year of college? I actually listened really well. I didn't cool. drink
1: until I was 23.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Um, And then the... Uh, and they said, you know, just... You know, take your finger sticks and test your blood sugar and, you know, call us and we'll adjust.
0: And is type 1 um, diabetes, is that genetic or is that, do you know what, whether this is just luck of the pure draw for you or is there your family? Luck of the family? pure draw
1: because I don't think it's in any of our family.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, because we're so cousins. So it's not
1: in our, it's not on our side of the family. No. It's not on my mom's side of the family. I think I learned later that. You know, dad's uncle, Jim. Yeah. Or your your mom's uncle Yeah. had type 2 or something.
0: I'd heard that it was type 2. Yeah. So you and I are the freaks of the family who get these really weird genetic disorders that don't actually yeah. go back into our family. Lucky us. We're Lucky, the awesome exactly. ones. We are so cool. Exactly. <laughs> we're the cool cousins. Sorry to exactly. any other cousins listening to us, what we really are. So you had to take the shots three times a day. How did that affect your? Did it affect your social life or your school life? Or was that just something you...
1: I think I just dealt with it. You know, okay. I put my so I didn't go to any of the parties. I wouldn't go to the. the do you frat think you parties. would have gone to
0: the frat parties? I would, you, have, yeah. I would have gone. But so this actually kept you out of trouble.
1: So I, you know, I didn't go because I knew it would put me in a situation where I'd do something I shouldn't do.
0: Okay, so you're way smarter. Got it.
1: <laughs> well,
0: oh you no! Know, I. So this you is just did what you had to do. Perseverance. Yeah. And you probably got more study time in.
1: I don't have more study time or riding my bicycle yeah
0: but yeah and was there different food things you had to do i'm sure like avoiding sugar yeah or no or well, am i, I think just you totally were supposed to uninformed? avoid the sugar but i
1: don't yeah
0: well <laughs> you can only be so good exactly exactly so did this affect like anything with making friends did you feel like you needed to tell them or not tell them
1: so my roommate, you know, I told my roommate, and I think other people found out, but nobody really gets it.
0: What don't they get?
1: So, you know, even you know, even your close friends or somebody else, they don't really understand what you're going through <laughs> when you're. So other yeah. than that, so if you take me now, what forty years old?
0: Yes. Yeah, We're the same age. Um, <laughs>
1: The only, pr- the only thing somebody sees is just the tube coming out of my, out of my side. Okay, so a Going quick explanation for
0: everyone to hear. You have an insulin pump now. Yeah. And
1: so I've had that for 19 years. That long? Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. I remember when you got it, and I don't yeah. remember it being that long ago. <laughs> yeah. So that means you don't have to have the shots every day.
1: Yeah, so I don't have the shots every day, except now I only have this very short-acting insulin. Okay. That only works, you know, it works immediately. It doesn't work over long periods of time.
0: What does that mean for you?
1: So it means I gotta constantly have that pump on. Okay. Or I need to supplement with shots.
0: And what does that do for your energy level or your ability to focus?
1: Well, so it, if it's regulated, everything's fine. If the blood sugar gets low, you know, i.e. I've taken maybe more insulin than I should have. Mm-hmm. Or if I've exercised too much, which was a problem at school, Okay. Um you know, my blood sugar will go down and then I'll have an inability to focus, an inability to think, an inability to you know, really concentrate on stuff.
0: And what do you have to do to get that back? Mm
1: -hmm. Eat. Okay. Or drink soda.
0: Oh, that that sounds horrible. (laughs) I would have been so jealous of if we had (laughs) had that as kids. I would have been like, why does he get grandma's root beer and not me? Exactly.
1: (laughs) So but the you know, the hard part is just the cycle of of, you know, high blood sugar versus low blood sugar and if it gets out of out of normal it starts to go high and then you feel you're really crappy and you try and take insulin to bring it down and then it goes too low and then you try and bring it back up and it's a vicious cycle of Wow up and down. <laughs>
0: So like with my disorder, it's uh, certain things will work and then suddenly not work. Do you have the same thing with insulin? Is it always just this one thing will do it, this dose, or is it always a...
1: It's always changing. So ah. it changes by the... For me, it seems to change by the season.
0: Okay. So wow. So different,
1: you know, summer versus winter. Okay. You know, and I don't know if it's the amount of energy one's outputting, the amount of activity one's doing,
0: but it affects me. All right. Do you think it like might have something to do with the heat, or is it? I don't know. I haven't tried to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. You have a lot to focus on, to be absolutely fair <laughs> with this. so try to
1: keep your wife happy, your two kids happy, and you <laughs> go, Well, I'm not going to worry about tracking what I eat.
0: We'll get to that soon. <laughs> I want to go back to, like, when you— it's, It just seems so wild that you went through your whole, like, childhood, your teens, your high school, and then all of a sudden, like, one week into college, it's like, you have you get this— You fucked? Yes, but not in the fun way that most people experience their first week in college. Like, that's crazy to suddenly be, like—because what you have exactly. is dangerous. If you don't pay attention to it, that's mm-hmm. like a nice little lesson in mortality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. how did this work with your, you told your roommate, What was your roommate, like, cool dude, whatever, or, like, at least they cool, knew how to, like, whatever. make you better?
1: he he help
0: keep an eye on me, too. Okay. How did your parents react to this? I'm so curious. I don't remember. Your mom doesn't worry the way my mom worries about things. I like, think
1: mom cried. Yeah? I think dad was just, like, we'll work through this. Okay. But I don't think. Either one of them maybe really knew all that much about what it meant. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's strange. And how did it work out with dating life in college? Were you able, did you tell people like right away or is I this is on my mind because we just did the the sex everything you wanted to know <laughs> about relationships. I'm not going to ask you any deeply personal questions. Too much family stuff. I don't know. I was.
1: But- I think I was more guarded about how I what I was eating. You know what I could do, what I couldn't do. Trying to take care of myself, so I really mm-hmm. limited. You know, what I did.
0: Okay. So, like... You know, I,
1: I was more of a... You know, I'm more... Yeah, you know, Introvert <laughs> when I was in college, I guess.
0: Yeah? So, so, I just
1: sort of did my own thing, and...
0: What would make you decide to tell someone? I think if
1: I was... You know, it, certainly if I, you know, I was taking needles and shots, you know, yeah, it and- had... People would need to know.
0: least so they don't think you have a drug problem. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: But you try and let them know, but then they still don't really. It's like, here's what it is, and this is what I'm doing, and this is why I'm taking a shot.
0: Okay. And did that cause any barriers, or did people just shrug it off and go whatever?
1: I think most people just shrugged it off, go whatever.
0: And, okay, so I'm just curious, because... I have two minds of this and I never know which one I'm okay with. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm really appreciative when someone's like, oh, okay, whatever, I'm not going to treat you any differently. And sometimes I'm like, hey, <laughs> this is kind a huge part of my life.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I think it, you know, at the time you don't want to be treated differently.
0: Yeah, 19 you is know, different.
1: <laughs> you don't want to have something that's limiting what you can do. You know, you don't want to have people think of you differently. You know, so we probably hit it. I don't know. I don't
0: remember. It was a while ago. To be yeah, fair. It was a while ago. <laughs> All right. So a time ago. we'll fast forward then a little bit. How does this affect your daily life? What is your everyday life like with the pump? And since you're not tracking what you're eating, so bad diabetic. Not as well
1: but... as I should be. Well, the you know the the doctors think that it should be really easy to track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're a bunch of, you know, asses.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything should be so much easier. It should be easy. Yeah, you especially know, with I all know. those apps out there that uh, that should make it super simple. should make
1: everything simple. A lion sacks of shit. Ah. But, um, <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 with the pump, you're supposed to do, you know, it'd be a lot better if I tracked what I ate better. Okay, you know, so I could dial it in better.
0: So, everyday life with a pump, what does that require as far as maintenance?
1: Mostly, you got to change your insulin set every three days.
0: And what does that look like? Because I am so curious. Like, is it like a J-tube? Like, it goes in? Well, or? it's
1: just a... It's like a...
0: Oh, see, he's showing me this, and I can't show you. Oh, that's really cool. It oh, it's looks just like a monitor. Insert. Okay, so do you have to do anything with the insert, or is it just so changing it moves. the... That's so neat.
1: So you can see all the scar tissue on <gasps> yeah. the, on my side. Oh,
0: I I wish I could photograph this for everyone, but it's really cool. I've never seen one before.
1: So that's why I've got you know the big glove handle around here because it's all scar tissue.
0: Oh okay, but see, my husband calls it his protective layer for his Chan, uh, Tatum Channing abs. Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. exactly. See, so you drink beer to keep this all safe.
1: Exactly.
0: Very so, very good.
1: But then you know your, you know on your down days you look at it as. You know, I'm reliant on a triple A battery.
0: Ah, that's <laughs> I'll go into my dad's world. How does that make you feel? It makes you feel pretty bad. Yeah. That <laughs> battery doesn't work out. Is it possible that it like floods the system with insulin or it doesn't give you insulin? No, any it just won't
1: it'll stop giving you insulin. Okay. So if you run out of insulin, if you don't have a battery, you know, it's just some of those things you gotta make sure you have with you.
0: <laughs> you always have a battery with you. Yeah. Which you don't. Energizer bunnies. That one's really great. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, but yeah, it just, it sort of sucks.
0: Okay.
1: You know, if you want to go do whitewater rafting, which I did, which I do a lot with a bunch of friends from work, you just take it off all day long and take some insulin and just try and gauge it the best you could. Okay. Because it's not waterproof.
0: Uh, The things that you don't think about, like, until someone lives it, like, I would never consider, is that waterproof or not, like...
1: So we went houseboating, you know, and then it's not waterproof, so I gotta take it off, right? Yeah. So you try and dose up a little bit so that you can sit there and just drink and float.
0: Alright, so, I have to ask this because I hate needles. What was it like the first time you had to give yourself insulin? I don't remember. No. It's not
1: that bad now, it's just another needle.
0: Well, you you get used to stuff like that, but I've never had to give myself an injection. I'm just so used to, like, everyone else just sticking needles in me like a a voodoo doll. But I can't imagine being able to...
1: I think the doctor did it the first time and then I had to do it, and then that was just the way it is.
0: You're very good at the way it is. Like, your chill factor is pretty impressive. (laughs) Well.
1: Life could be worse.
0: That is absolutely true and fair. It could exactly. also be better.
1: It could be a lot better.
0: <laughs> so, how do you work this with your kids? Do you have two little, two littles? Like, oh, well,
1: they just know not to touch daddy's stuff. Okay. And they just see, you know, you know. I think Sophia sees you, you got to prick the finger, and she goes, "You got to test your blood. Is your blood okay?"
0: Oh, she is very cute.
1: Uh, Austin, he doesn't care one way or the other, he's more interested in his trucks.
0: Yeah, well, he's still mm, tiny. He's, still, he's
1: only five.
0: So have you explained it to them about... <laughs> no, I don't.
1: I haven't tried to explain it to him.
0: All right. It's and not enough
1: for them to understand right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess In so. my opinion. No, that's fair. I'm always curious how parents who have chronic illness decide yeah. or don't decide to talk to the kids. i like, no judgment. I mm-hmm. just... I have zero filter on my brain or my mouth, so anything that's going on my kids know about, but... I don't know if that's right either. I guess we'll both know and we can, like, tally up their therapy bills at the end and see who...
1: Yeah. Hopefully it's not too bad.
0: <laughs> Hopefully the therapy bills aren't too bad. Exactly. So, when you met your wife, who is awesome, how long did it take you to tell her? Or did you tell her right away, or did she know? Were you guys friends? Well, I actually she, don't know how you knew. guys met.
1: She Well, we, we met at college, you know, briefly, only because as she likes to tell the story, I would... You know, go over to see, you know, her friend who was in my classes so that I could pass the class. Ah. Copy home.
0: (laughs) Such an ethical guy you are. Hey,
1: But no, we, you know, met back in Sacramento and, you know, it was a friend's birthday and, you know, just started started seeing each other from after one of her friend's birthdays.
0: And did this affect your dating world or was it... Just not, a non secular
1: It's not any big deal. Just yeah. something that's there.
0: That's impressive. <laughs> so what is what is it you would like people to know about your world, your life? What would make it easier for you? What things are on the horizon with science that you're looking forward to?
1: Man, it would be nice not to have to wear the stupid poem. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that or something, you know... It, yeah, I, I guess I'm lucky because I've got good insurance, but I can't fathom.
0: Yeah, anyone who uh, <laughs> <for this stuff laughs> so we actually have without insurance. We have listeners all over the world, and we live here in the United States. And if you don't have a job that gives you insurance, this gets expensive. Even if you do have a job with ex- with insurance, does yours cover everything? Because mine doesn't cover everything.
1: It covers like eighty plus percent.
0: Okay. You know, but. It's not cheap. No, <laughs> so you know. So I do you want to lay out what five, the
1: expenses? I go through like what nine vials of insulin every. You know, three vials of insulin a month. Yeah, and I think I see the retail cost is like. You know the 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 drug companies will say it's a retail cost of two hundred dollars a vial.
0: Oh my god. <gasps> ah, yes.
1: You know. So, and then the uh, the insulin pump. You know, that's a quick five six grand. Yeah, and then there's the the supplies that go with it. And that's a quick I wanna say it was somewhere around you know, all said and done between the insulin, pump supplies and test strips and yeah, it was about four grand a quarter every yeah. three months.
0: So about twelve thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, so if you don't have insurance if you don't have all, insurance
1: to break down that price.
0: Yeah, and, you know, this is obviously a luxury. This is such a luxury. I mean, you're really just, like, yeah, spending like, money for fun. I'm
1: spending money for fun so that I yeah. can just enjoy
0: this. <laughs> lovely this lovely thing. Oh, my God. And so you get 80% of that cover, but that's still a sizable chunk. Yeah. You know, so it's
1: not that, – that's what sort of well, – I'm just lucky. I have the ability to pay for it, but I can't fathom what people – do who can't.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, like, do you just end up at the ER all the time with, Oh, Well, that's what like, I hear
1: people do, right?
0: It's so frustrating.
1: Yeah.
0: So, but... Just do what
1: you do, gotta do, I guess, right?
0: I don't know what the other choice is. I mean, like, especially for you, like, I could just, like, decide to become modern sculpture and just stand still with, like, you mm-hmm. know, new Halloween costumes, but... You don't live without this. Like this isn't. There's no option here.
1: <laughs> no, there's no option. So you you know you have good days and you got your bad days, and sometimes the bad days just sort of suck.
0: So what are bad days like? Like what happens? Well, it's just
1: sort of you, just depressed. Just sort of like, why me?
0: Oh, I like those days. Those are fun. You
1: know, <laughs> why did I get cursed with this? You yeah. Know, that kind of that kind of attitude. <laughs>
0: But we come from a very long line of super healthy people, which makes our conditions really amusing. Yeah.
1: You know, so it it just sort of sucks. Other days, you just keep going. Uh, Oh, well. Yeah. So You sort of ignore it some days. Some days, you know, just sort of, you know, like, so I've been known to forget supplies
0: at home. Oh, oops.
1: So, you know, I go, oh, shit. I (laughs) go home now. (laughs) Sometimes you just forget about it.
0: Yeah, you're able to forget about it. Yeah, you just I, it, it becomes so routine. I think you need to write a book on how to like handle chronic illness because you're like the most chill human being about it.
1: Hmm. I wonder what Patty would say about that. Writing a book? <laughs> I bet she. No, about being the chill person oh, about
0: it. Oh. Well, I'm interviewing Patty next, I think. Oh, okay. So. Well, there you go. She'll have a few things to say. I was I'm actually sure hoping to interview you two together.
1: Um, but yeah, it just sort of sucks. I'm waiting for, you know, the artificial pancreas that's making the insulin and get rid of the pump and be done with it. I
0: was reading about that. (laughs) Like there's some like really cool stuff on the horizon.
1: That's what I'm hoping for.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're, you're,
1: hopefully the FDA can get out of their, their heads out of their asses and actually make progress.
0: I, I just don't understand the FDA's ability to pass through things they haven't tested and then hold up stuff that's, like, right on the verge of being okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As your disorder, there's huge foundations for diabetes, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of research that goes in. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, I'm a little jealous, it's actually. a ton of money. Yeah, there's no, like, the one I have is, like, so rare that there's no money that goes into the... <laughs>
1: Well, I think when I was initially looking it up and, I, you know, at the time it was like what the diabetes was the number four killer in the nation in terms of diseases.
0: Yeah. Does that take into account?
1: And that's, that's accounting for, you know, type two or,
0: a, or just type one.
1: I think is, you know, between the two of them, it didn't matter. Oh, OK, but it's, you know, it, it's the disease, but then it's all the complications that go with it.
0: So what are some of the I. complications? I.e.,
1: like, you know, heart problems, weight problems, you know, and just everything else that goes with it. Okay. You know, if you're not managing your diet well enough. So... If you're not, for the people you know, who doing don't... this, if you're not taking care of yourself for...
0: So break down, like, best and worst case scenarios. Like, what are some of the things that could happen if you aren't taking care of yourself, like tracking your food and...
1: I, I guess you know. You, you know, I think uh, you know, what the the doctors you used to use their scare tactics of, if you don't take care of yourself, you're gonna get your limbs amputated. If you don't take care of yourself, your hair is gonna fall out. If you don't take care of yourself, you know, you're gonna, you know, this this or that. And I guess it's true. There are amputations due to complications because of this.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and then there's uh, neuropathy.
0: Oh yeah, that's fun.
1: Where you you know you
0: you haven't had that one yet have you
1: I had I did have symptoms of neuropathy some I don't know maybe 19 years ago okay i think yeah so it was able to go away but yeah it was weird
0: do you think there's anything that could have made it easier for you when you were 19 if you can think back that far like what would you tell someone who's just gotten like a big diagnosis uh,
1: don't listen to your... Take the, what the doctor says for a grain of salt.
0: <laughs> okay, except, you know, telling you to take your medication you and know, keep it just, on you.
1: <laughs> you know, it's, but, you know, life isn't, life isn't all that bad. Life, you can, you can work through it. Ow. Sorry. And you just need to give yourself the time to do it.
0: What do you think the time to do it would look like? Like, what does that look like when you're trying to get your brain around a diagnosis is it like researching
1: it? Is it? I think, you know, I'm researching it and, you know, if I were better at like tracking my food and stuff, I'd actually be tracking, you know, how much I eat, what I'm eating, how many carbs, how many grams of this.
0: It sounds like dieting. Yeah, it is.
1: It, that's what this would be because then you're trying to track it against how much insulin you got to take. It would be really helpful
0: So what if you I would from do doing it? it. What keeps you from doing it? time. Yeah.
1: You know, work doesn't, you know, it's not like they go, okay, yeah, great, you have a disease. You can, <laughs> why don't you take an extra hour or two off each day so that you can manage your disease? So,
0: I'm about to <laughs> tell I don't know what you do.
1: Neither do I, so. Oh,
0: okay, wow, so, good employee.
1: <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a consultant. I'm an engineering consultant. I okay. do remediation of, uh, Military facilities and refineries, industrial facilities. That's kind of cool. And then military design work, too. So I've got... Sometimes I've got to travel, sometimes I'm not. You know, I've been spending several years in the Bay Area for refinery work, too. So there's a lot of travel and there's a lot of stagnant time. That doesn't help being diabetic because the more time you're not exercising or at least not moving around, you're just sitting there not doing much.
0: <laughs> so if you were going to be a very good diabetic patient, what how much time would that take to like do everything you're supposed to be doing to I don't know. keep optimal health. You'd have to like write down everything you eat and Yeah, you'd need to
1: be writing down what you eat, tracking it and you know, and if I were really good, it would be like, you know, uh, I guess I'd want to compare it to a uh a marathoner or a, a triathlete or somebody that's you know how many cups of this am I eating? You know how many quarter cups of rice or how much does this apple weigh? You know how many how many grams?
0: See for that of you go ballerina. Food?
1: Okay, well maybe that too. <laughs>
0: that's where you get really obsessive.
1: But it would be this
0: uh,
1: and I maybe it gets easier after you do it for a while, but.
0: I, I did it for 20 years. It was never fun or easy. Yeah.
1: So, I don't know. But not working would help.
0: <laughs> Independent wealth would be, Independent yeah. wealth would be Absolutely. really. Absolutely. Would
1: make it a lot easier. Always. So, but I'm not independently wealthy yet, so.
0: Not yet. Working on it.
1: Maybe if those costed lotto ticket numbers would ever come in.
0: So, for what you have, if you keep things managed, is it degenerative or does it just stay the same?
1: Well, if you keep it in check and everything going okay, it's everything, you know, lead a normal, healthy life. There's nothing really bad about it.
0: Okay, so it's not... I, I didn't know if it was degenerative or not, If it, if it no. changes or if you actually have to to do anything to make it different.
1: No. No, there's nothing you can really do. You, it's all it is is the you know, being diabetic is about the 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 inability of the of your body to either utilize or produce insulin to break down your food.
0: Okay. I I know basically what diabetes is. I just don't know like exactly what it does. So it, it breaks down the insulin in your... Yeah, your so food. the
1: insulin in your body, your pancreas, produces the insulin. In my case, my pancreas is a dead black organ because it doesn't do anything.
0: That's that sounds so diabetic, goth.
1: That's how one diabetic <laughs> described it. And wow. And she, she's pretty right. You know, if you think about it, you know, type 1 diabetic doesn't produce any insulin. I mean, as far as we know, maybe the doctors would probably argue with us, but... Um, Whereas a type 2 diabetic may have insulin, but their body can't use it efficiently. Okay. And so, but you need the insulin to break down your food so that it can be utilized for energy, for for substance. Whereas if you don't have that insulin, your body's not utilizing the food you're intaking for fuel and energy. It resorts to, like, I lost 15 pounds. It resorted to lean muscle mass to start breaking that down for energy.
0: So you look fairly healthy. Like, you don't look like someone I would ever guess is sick, except for you have the tube hanging out. Do you find that people don't necessarily believe you're sick? Do, you, do people tend to assume well, you can do more than you can? Well, assumes
1: that you're healthy and everything's normal. Yeah. You know, and then... You know, people don't know to—people assume you're healthy and assume everything's normal mm-hmm. and not ask the question or, you know, not, not step back and go, is there anything going on if something's not—if something doesn't look right or something.
0: And you know? can that be dangerous for you if someone doesn't, like, know to ask that question?
1: you could be unconscious
0: that's true but then it definitely looks like something's wrong you <laughs> know
1: well, yeah but you know and then but before that happens like you know you you're you're you, when your blood sugar is going low you know you start to lose comprehension mm-hmm. and ability to to treat it yourself sometimes if it gets too well
0: so, how and do you signal may, someone and,
1: and so somebody would maybe associate that with being a, a drunk
0: mm-hmm oh God, that sounds dangerous, you
1: know, especially
0: in college, like <laughs> well, yeah that
1: you know whereas you know you know say if uh you know if, if you're not people aren't aware, self-aware of what others may be going through.
0: So do you have anything like planned as a way to notify people if you got to that space? Like pointing to have, no empty bottles?
1: My, or? No, I have my little diabetic yes. bracelet thingy here.
0: Okay, that's good. Do you have any other life hacks besides the bracelet on ways to handle diabetes? Mm. Since you don't use the food tracking apps, what, <laughs> do you have anything that you use just to make this easier more manageable well, i
1: normally just keep food with me you know for a while. Yeah. my problem is it normally goes low okay you know and then it you know and that's when you need to have food available
0: so do you find like you had a lot of support from your parents or some support from your parents a lot of support do you have a lot of support still from family and yeah, from family and friends. I mean, your wife is the most capable person I've ever yeah. met.
1: <laughs> she puts no, she is, and she, she probably wishes I'd take better care of myself.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure she sure seems to like you. <laughs> but,
1: no, actually, when I first started work, there were a lot of friends, a lot of friends that, you know, recent college graduates, we all came to work together. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, everybody was, there was a lot of support there. Everybody was really helped, really wanted to make sure you helped each other.
0: So, is there anything that scares you about this?
1: I think I was more scared about, you know, giving it to Sophia or Austin.
0: Yeah. And how long does it take for that to show up? Uh,
1: Type, you do not know, but it used to be that type one was like sort of like an immediate thing. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in, I guess, maybe my case, it really wasn't.
0: That's why I'm so surprised you didn't get diagnosed until you're older. Like, I,
1: yeah.
0: like usually it's an early diagnosis.
1: Yeah.
0: Have you decided to test the kids, or?
1: You well, know, I think the, the, you'd know by yeah. now. Yay! Yeah, so. <laughs> but you never know when it's going to happen.
0: That's true. Okay. Um, was there anything that you had wanted to talk about that I shockingly missed?
1: I don't know. I just. I don't think you miss much. <laughs> it becomes sort of, it just becomes part of your life and just how it is. And it's just sort of, you don't know any different.
0: That's fair. It, like the background noise of it.
1: Yeah. It's but, just sort of background. Yeah. And that's, but that's part of the problem is you sort of consider it background and then you don't pay attention to it.
0: And yours is sneaky, like
1: (laughs) you know. Yeah, I'm gonna have that cookie. Yep, I want that ice cream. That sounds really good.
0: So, what foods do you miss the most, or do you not bother with missing foods? I don't miss
1: foods because I don't go with missing foods. I just take more insulin. That's cover it.
0: That's very cool. (laughs) You've got the
1: balance (laughs) down. You know, but it's also resulted in you know an extra thirty pounds here.
0: No, no, that's that's to keep that tubing safe. Oh, you, you have to keep true. that well packaged and. That's true.
1: <laughs> that's true. But no, you know, it's just sort of yeah. The you know, with regards to alcohol, you know, straight liquors better than most beers or even uh, mixed drinks.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, carbohydrates.
1: Because of the carbohydrates and the sugars.
0: And there's college students ever they're thanking you right now.
1: <laughs> well, that's what I was reading somewhere, and I was sort of like, well, if you're gonna drink, go ahead and drink the straight liquor.
0: Like because that. it doesn't
1: have the, the sugars and the carbohydrates in it.
0: That's a good point.
1: <laughs> you know, and then you know, you know, your straight beers are fine, but you know, a lot of the designer beers have a lot of carbohydrates and extras in them. So that you know, those catch up too. Hmm. You wouldn't think about it, but. And then margaritas, those are just really good, but.
0: (laughs) Our aunt is very good at making margaritas. Yeah.
1: That and Mai Tais, you know, those just don't. You gotta make sure you have enough insulin for those.
0: (laughs) Or that you stay sober enough to remember the insulin. Yeah,
1: you gotta do that too. You gotta do that too. But no, later on, after I figured out I could drink, you know, became, college became a little bit easier.
0: Yeah. <laughs> college usually becomes easier when you figure out how to drink safely. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Aren't, exactly. Well, but
1: yeah, know I had, you know, I had, had groups of friends that, that knew about it and that they were always concerned. They always got concerned where I was at.
0: Did you like that or did that piss you off? No, I actually liked it. Yeah?
1: You know, I got yelled at a few times when they couldn't find me. (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) By a few people. So.
0: And your sisters, were they part of the yelling crowd?
1: No, not my sisters. No, not? They weren't as as
0: aware. Unless your sisters don't have anything like this. Nope. God, lucky you. Yeah, lucky me. Congratulations on winning that lottery. That that was the one you wanted to win, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the special one to win. But, you know, it, it it's pretty hard though. It's it sucks. What is? It sucks a lot some days. What sucks yeah. the most about it? Well, you know, you just sometimes you wish you could not be not have your life being sustained by a AAA battery.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It you know, seems like, unfair when you have to rely on something outside of yourself for yeah survival mm-hmm. or to feel better. It's almost like unfair that people who get to wake up and just leave the house like yeah they just get to worry about the basic things in the day.
1: Yeah, whereas in you know our you know maybe you know in my case you know, oh well, God, I gotta eat. I don't really want to eat. <laughs>
0: Yeah, when nutrition actually becomes something that's sustaining you, that, that means yeah. whether you can do your job or whether you can drive a car mm-hmm. safely. Like, I have to take handfuls of salt and water. Like, it's so gross to watch me at a restaurant, but I have to pour out, like, a handful of salt and just down it with water to be able to... Yeah, you're giving me that grossed out look. Wow,
1: that sucks.
0: <laughs> it does not taste good. <laughs> I call it mermaid disorder. You just drink seawater, it's okay. But there you go. But to keep there my heart go. rate at a decent level, if my heart rate shoots... Like, yesterday, I got 175 standing in line. So, that, like, yeah, that's usually mm-hmm. the heart rate you get when you're trying to, like, run a six-minute mile. Yeah. But yeah. I was standing in line, so I had to, like, grab my salt out of my purse and just pour it in the hand down it with water. Wow. And it's so weird the things you have to keep in your bag or with you all the time. And it, mm-hmm. I get really jealous of people who are like, oh, yeah, you know, just got to just go. I'll just grab my cell phone, my wallet, and keys, and out the and, door. And just go. Yeah. yeah. That's just You can't things. do that.
1: You, no, you gotta plan out your day.
0: Oh, here's one thing. You I gotta want
1: to have ask. stuff with you.
0: So the, the stuff with you, is like some of my medication is illegal in other states, so I can't travel with half of what keeps me moving. Oh wow! So how do you deal with like? Because you have to carry your needles with you. Do you have? I Haven't to had trouble. That? No, okay. That's very cool. I have not
1: cool. had trouble. TSA has been was pretty easy most of the time.
0: That is nice. Even
1: overseas, when I went overseas, that there was no issues.
0: Okay. Oh, I'm so jealous. I like practically that strip search in like the middle of an airport once. <laughs> like why? Well that's because you're you're taking other drugs. No, I did not take those. I never fly with those <laughs> drugs. I I take medical marijuana to be able to move. It's like mm-hmm. the only way like that works with the neuropathy. It's the yeah. only thing that that will decrease swelling or stop spasming. Hmm. And um, no, I even when I travel, I will not take it. I'm just too nervous. I'm like, I it's it's a very the united states where it is legal in california it is illegal in the united states yep so federally it's illegal statewide it's legal so if anyone wants to work out that lovely legal debacle (laughs) yeah deeply frustrating for those of us who rely on a medication that and the opioids is the other thing that's really scaring all of us you know, people with pain disorders is, Mm -hmm. are you guys going to make us into drug addicts? (laughs) Yeah. Are are, our medications going to be illegal? It's like, no. Sorry, I just on my own tangent there, but that's been really frustrating to watch, like, my illness get politicized.
1: Yeah, it's amazing that the the lack of understanding, the lack of, I don't care.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, for your disorder, it seems like there's... At least some more spokespeople, or you know, people. Talk I think there about. is. I thought you know, you talk to some people though,
1: and then some of them, some people even say, you know, well, that's just diabetes. It's it's everything's fine with it.
0: Are you serious? There's people who say that. There's people that have said that. <laughs> no, did you? Oh yeah. How did you I was handle just like, that? <laughs> well, I,
1: I probably thought to myself, "Fuck you."
0: <laughs> See, that's where you're nicer than me. You actually think it and you don't say it.
1: <laughs> um. But yeah, it was just sort of like.
0: So is there that perception that like, hey, it's handled? Like, yeah, there
1: is a perception out there by, is that by like some people. The medical
0: community or just regular idiots? regular people too. Okay.
1: Yeah, like, it's just you take your drug and everything's fine, right?
0: <laughs> I'm just I, people amaze me sometimes. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's, it's ignorance.
0: Yeah. There
1: do you feel like
0: you want to like correct of- the ignorance, or do you just like let people be assholes?
1: I'll let people be assholes if it really isn't gonna matter to me.
0: Okay, that's a good to of energy. There's
1: a there's a lot of people that'll tell that you know go you know like a, at a construction site we go okay here's a safety topic I'm diabetic. Oh. And they go okay. Well, what do we need to do? What do we need to watch out for?
0: See do you do. Uh, oh yeah.
1: Sorry. You gotta let you gotta let the people you work with know. Sorry, so, that was just my hip. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that one. Yeah.
0: Okay, so just readjusting. Um, hip dislocations are fun
1: because it's a it's a safety issue for them.
0: Yeah, but um, <laughs> I'm just trying to picture you. First off, like you're my cousin. I've known you yeah. since like we were babies, and trying to imagine you being like out on a construction site is just highly amusing to me. But yeah, you, like you'd have to go out there and say like, if I drop, this is an issue, and yeah, wow. So do most of the people understand, or are they just... Oh, yeah, just
1: most, of the, most of the people understand, and, and uh, you know, it's, the, it's just the people asking, like, the, 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 the good questions, you know, so what do I need to do? Do I need to call an ambulance? Do I need to do this or do that?
0: Is that what you want from people? Yeah,
1: I you know, want, yeah. Them ask, want them to ask, want them to help before it gets too bad.
0: At least not step over yeah.
1: you. <laughs> yeah. At least not step over me and just kick me to the side of the road, you know?
0: So what kind of things would they... They would just be watching out for you, like, acting like you were drunk or, like... Yeah,
1: if you're, you know, just sort of... You just sort of look off. You don't really... You know, having trouble paying attention, having trouble... You know, I think sometimes you get the, the sweats. Sometimes. And it, it. For me, you know, when it's really low, it just... It just depends. Sometimes I become really lethargic, and I don't know it until I get out of the chair.
0: What is that like? Is it blood rush or just?
1: Well, it's just sort of like this complete lack of energy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I know that one. <laughs> you
1: know, it, you really just can't do much.
0: And does the insulin immediately change that, or just? Well, it take the a insulin while?
1: drives that down. What you need is the food to bring oh, it back sorry. up. Oh, sorry. So
0: once you eat, does it is that? Well, that takes or? time. Yeah.
1: And then my problem is, is I'll overeat. <laughs> so it goes too high.
0: If a little bit works, so much more should yeah, be. So much, so much
1: more should be better. It doesn't work that way. But, yeah. It sucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think we can agree, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know,
1: and then the you know, my, I guess my concern is that if it were ever to go low while you're driving, because one well, you could cause an accident. Yeah. And then, you know, two, you know, if you, you know, if you, uh, maybe you don't cause an accident, but your, you know, CHP finds you, you know, they can, they can pull your license.
0: Oh, because I was thinking, like, DMV. if you were acting drunk, like, you would get a DUI or you would have no, to, No, like, no, it's <laughs> a
1: medical condition. You're a threat to all the other drivers. They could...
0: That would really change your work yeah. life. And... Yeah. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's sort of... You know, you, you think about it, the kind of, th- I guess, uh, I can't get a commercial pilot's license, I think, if I ever wanted to do that.
0: Is that your next no, lifetime career? No. There, I don't know about... 20 years from retirement, so you've got...
1: <laughs> you know, it was the, you know, as unfortunate as it was, is, you know, as a... I think when I had first found out, and the military recruiters always call, you know, 18-year-old guys... Oh yeah, you
0: know, no, not even just that. My son's school, like he, yeah. I just spent the whole afternoon in a Navy recruitment office with my kid because he wanted to talk to them. Yeah,
1: you know, and so I you know, I told him I'm diabetic. And I go, I'm pretty sure that disqualifies <laughs> me and goes does it? It does.
0: It does. Oh yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. Like we found out that A D D disqualifies you from oh, wow. from Navy. Like it doesn't necessarily disqualify you, but you can't take the medication for a year. No. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> that was <laughs> yes, yes, it would be. Um, but yeah, you know. So but did you want that? Did you want to go into military service?
1: Well, I had tried out. I
0: had uh,
1: I had applied for ROTC program for yeah. the Marine Corps. You know, I wasn't accepted, and and it turns out I would have been kicked out anyways. <laughs> but you know, it was one of those things. And then, you know, I think, you know, there's a – for high-intensity jobs, it it takes even that much more management to control and make sure you're under control so that you're not a a threat to those that you work with.
0: It's just amazing to me the things that, like, you have to keep in your head all the time. Like, the things that you might not be able to do or the things that that you have to consider. Like, how's my blood sugar today before I go for an eight-hour drive or –
1: well yeah or for you know bike rides or if you're gonna work out for a long time or if you're gonna do like you know a lot of strenuous activity yeah you know
0: that's the big argument we're having right now in my household and with my doctors is I want to bike ride again I love bike riding it's the thing that makes Mm -hmm. me the happiest and everyone's like no you don't get to do that because if I don't have someone with me and yeah I pass out yeah
1: You know, so I, you know, I used to go on for, you know, I used to go for a, you know, good 50, 60, 70 mile bike ride and I'd have to turn the pump off and take extra food with me.
0: Did that work out well or was that like (laughs) ill-advised?
1: It worked out fine, but I don't know if I ever talked about it with my doctors or anyone else.
0: (laughs) Maybe that's what I should stop doing is asking my doctors if I should get something or do something.
1: You know, but. Yeah, you need to think about what you're doing. You know, so it's like you talked about. You can't go out the door and just go and do whatever you want to do.
0: Yeah. You
1: There's, need to think about it.
0: I, like, I almost like to, like, hearken it to, like, having a newborn. Like, you will never just leave the house again. Like, you will, you'll have to mm-hmm. make sure you have this and this and this and this and this. Except... These disorders don't grow up. They don't go off to yeah. college. Like, yeah. You will always have to make you sure you have... You always have to do that. Yeah. You're always going to have those extra steps. Yeah.
1: You know, so some... I think maybe the biggest thing that sort of draws you back is, you know, I can't drop everything and just go do what I want to do.
0: Mm. That's... Yeah.
1: You know, it takes planning. It takes...
0: Well, here's a question. Now, if you travel overseas... How much planning goes into making sure that you have all of your insulin, or what happens if your insulin isn't there?
1: Well, when when I've gone overseas, I've always made sure I've had enough insulin with me.
0: Okay.
1: And taken it all with me.
0: Does that require refrigeration, or is it The Insulin's supposed
1: to be refrigerated.
0: So, if you're... Well, were you only traveling in, like, European countries? Like, first world? Well, so I've
1: only gone to really first world. Okay. You know, Japan and... Europe, so.
0: I'm always curious, like, if you wanted to go somewhere adventurous. <laughs> Not like my
1: sister going out into the Sahara.
0: Yeah, that's.
1: <laughs> you know, where you don't have refrigeration necessarily, I don't know.
0: So I don't know how much of, like, what I've decided I don't want to do is because I don't want to do it, or if it's because I can't do it, so darn it, I don't want to do it anyway.
1: <laughs> well, I would say that you can, I would say that you can do whatever you want to do. It just takes, you got to have the mindset, and right now I don't have the...
0: Yeah, for you, you could, <laughs> you know, but yeah, there are limitations. And that's just frustrating, you know, when you get the limitations when you're young, it's like the fence goes in.
1: Yeah, I think it was the hardest thing getting, you know, getting it like when you're young, you know, yeah. when you're, you're through high school or even for yourself, like, you know, middle age, you know.
0: Did you just call me middle, middle age? Because if I'm middle to, age, my friend, so are you. You know, but, you know, what, 30 or so? Thirty five? For how old I am?
1: No, for when you <laughs> got your when you got
0: Oh, I was diagnosed when I was in my thirties, but I was diagnosed with the first round of fibromyalgia when I was nineteen. I was diagnosed with reflex I synthetic dystrophy that. when I was sixteen and I'd been in and out of hospital since I was eight.
1: So yeah
0: so yeah no I've been I've been sick since I was (laughs) little little little,
1: yeah yeah I I didn't realize that
0: yeah they didn't I'd I'd gone through five surgeries five surgeries uh no three surgeries and a few procedures by the time I graduated high school
1: Wow, I didn't know that
0: yeah I was I was really really sick when I was a kid and I was in chronic pain from when I was eight and it was so frustrating because no one believed it like my parents tried so hard and they were so awesome and but the doctors kept saying there was nothing wrong and Finally, like they kept saying, "You're she's crazy," which yes, I am. That's fair. <laughs> totally insane. That's all right. Um, But they didn't believe it, and my mom was like a tiger, and we just kept going to doctor after doctor. Yeah. And they finally did a um, they did a uh, nuclear test where they shoot you full of like um, this oh, nuclear thing, yeah, which yeah. I thought was awesome. Like I wanted a spider to bite me. I really wanted the superpowers. Yeah. So I'm like, this is my opportunity. This is the moment, and the feeling of fucking relief. When I saw the the screen show up with all the red and orange and yellow, it was like, I swore to everyone I was not lying. Like, this hurts. And yeah. it was just like, it was finally physical proof that there was something wrong. And it was like this deep sigh, really. Wow. Yeah.
1: I didn't know it had been going on that long. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, this is not about me, but um No, but you know, it's but just sort it's of, interesting uh, with like the fence that gets put around when you're young and yeah. you don't get to uh, like do all these like crazy like I wanted to go off for um to another country to study for a year. Yeah. But I had to have surgery and it was like Damn. all these things that kept like stopping and now I'm 40. And now all these other people are like, oh, this hurts. I'm in pain. And it's like now their fences are starting to come in. Mm-hmm. And I'm jealous because I'm like, but you had all these decades before you got fences.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, it's sort of like, you know, you say that, you know, the, the fence for me showed up at 19, right? When you're.
0: Yeah. Which I was like, which worse. is the
1: hugest. It was the biggest bummer in the world. Sort of like out of school, you know, out of no high parents. school, no parents. <laughs> I'm going to go do whatever I want. <laughs> Yeah, screw you, here's this nice fence for you to have to deal with.
0: <laughs> I think it's actually worse. You know? I was so used to the fence, like eight, like I knew where it yeah. all was, but 19, that sucks. Yeah,
1: yeah, of. So it's it a bummer.
0: That is a, a massive
1: bummer. <laughs> That's a bummer. nice way
0: to say it. Yes, it's a bummer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, so. But, you know, it, you know, there's, you know, you read you read the stories and there's people that live with it really well and they do a lot of things. You yeah, know, the marathoners, but they're all the. Yeah, they're I don't know, they're the enough. exception.
0: Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> like my son has um has shades of this. So like, he doesn't have this, but he he has loose ligaments sometimes. Uh-huh. And he was explaining how he's doing things. So I'm like, oh, what? You're doing this better than me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, you little adorable 16 year old. But, like, there's other people who do this, like, all of this. And I keep forgetting that just because someone has this, doesn't mean they have what I'm doing or exactly. at my it's level. Exactly. It's all different. It is, but it pisses me off when they're doing my disease better than I am. I'm too competitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, everybody's
1: different. it's all affects somebody differently.
0: Yeah, and I must feel like it's... And like, it's not
1: the same for everyone either.
0: No, and there's a whole discussion in the community for fibromyalgia of Lady Gaga coming out with um, having mm-hmm. fibromyalgia. And, like, half of everyone's going, oh, thank God, people will pay attention to it now. And maybe they'll get money into it. Maybe like,
1: they'll get... A little bit of love,
0: maybe. But then, like every, like a whole bunch of other people are going. But everyone's going to expect us to be able to do what she does.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, and that's just where it's all different.
0: Yeah, and like for what you have, like there's different levels. And you're right. There's some people who are very out with having diabetes, and like I run five miles, and there's no problem. And that seems dangerous too. And some people, like people who are athletes or stars, have a different access to medical treatments that the rest of us
1: don't have mm-hmm. yeah that or the you know the ability to to track things the or the desire i shouldn't or the say time a,
0: or i desire. shouldn't say the ability
1: i should say the desire <laughs> the the want yeah and the discipline
0: because no,
1: for a diabetic yeah. it really comes down to how much discipline how much time how much desire do you have and then how do you balance that with everything else you're doing
0: so I'm gonna throw this out here because this might just be my own little projection. Yeah. But I get really like pushed back whenever I feel like someone's like, "Well, it's kind of your fault because you should have been doing this, this, and this." Is that anything that you get really like? Just feel like if you just track it, from it'd the be doctors. Better. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the doctors feel like you should just track it. it should be easy. Yeah. I was like, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you're living my life, really.
1: And, yeah. <laughs>
0: I should.
1: I admit it, but (laughs) shit. You know, you can't always do that.
0: So here's another question, because what you have actually has real treatments and real things that can happen. Um, And with the stuff I have is still, like, people are almost like, let us wave sage over your stomach and it will be better. (laughs) Do you get people who are, like, saying things to you, like, if you just tried this or my... Brothers, cousins, dog walker has what you have, and they tried this medicinal herb, no. and it's all better now. Oh, you're lucky.
1: <laughs> no, I haven't gotten that. Yeah, they don't think I, I haven't heard much of that.
0: No, I, I'm seriously jealous right now. <laughs>
1: But you know, if there's a an Eastern medicine kind of thing that would work, uh, you know, let me know. You're
0: all in. <laughs> uh, Eastern medicine stuff is expensive, may <laughs> I tell you? I have tried just about every alternative treatment that is out there.
1: <laughs> mhm. Mhm. No, I don't get that. It's ju- it's just the if somebody doesn't know, they expect you to be normal, and they expect they expect everything to be the same.
0: How do you manage people's expectations when they're expecting a certain level of things for you? Um... Or do you just let them expect it and just go, <laughs> that's nice for you? Yeah,
1: probably just <laughs> let them expect it. And then when something, you know... Most of the people I worked with now, because I've been working with them for so long, they know what to expect and know that there's just this is just the way it is. Oh, that's awesome. And there's not an expectation...
0: That's where I feel like there's such a privilege level for having like the full time job where you are in a position where you can call some of the shots as opposed to someone who's like working in retail or
1: Yeah.
0: Or, you know Yeah. <laughs>
1: where you where you don't get that where you're really subjected to the whatever the boss thinks yeah. is right.
0: Yeah, the whims of like whether the boss believes that this is a problem or not.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah I think we're we're very lucky in some respects. Mm-hmm. No, it could be
1: worse. And there's a lot of people that have it worse than than I do.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, And i got to
1: remember that.
0: Yeah, but there is something to be said for a good foot stamping pity party for a minute or two. You, you always have to have the pity party. And is your wife happy about, or lets you have the pity parties, or do you get smacked?
1: No, you just let her know. You, know, you go on a tyrant, <laughs> or go on a just, you know, woe is me kind of thing. And yeah. I think she's, you know, learned to accept, you know, sometimes it's got to happen.
0: Yeah, I agree. Sometimes it just really has to happen.
1: (laughs) You know, it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's just, you got to go do that.
0: We are closing in on an hour. Wow. Is there? I'm so much fun to talk to. <laughs>
1: well, it's all because you're, you're such a great host.
0: I, I do try. I finally found there you something. Go. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Is there anything that you want people to know about your day or life, or do you just want to move right on into your favorite swear word? I don't know
1: if there's... You know, I think I would say just... I think I would just say, you know, to people that have something, you know, don't hide it. Yeah. And for people that are don't have anything, have a little empathy.
0: Oh, yes. That's a good one.
1: You know, don't don't assume everything's great and dandy. Have a little bit of empathy and try and understand where somebody else is coming from before you levy an opinion.
0: Mm. And I'd also add to that, check in every once in a while, because even if you've got it yeah. once, it might have changed. Yeah,
1: you know, nothing stays the same.
0: That is, that is some seriously good advice there. But
1: yeah, I, I think the lack of empathy from others.
0: I, I think that goes across what, so many issues right exactly. now. <laughs> Exactly,
1: a little bit of empathy would go a long ways.
0: I think that is going to be the big quote that I highlight this with. There you go. That is a good one. Very wise. I think it's a family trait, wisdom. So, favorite swear word?
1: Favorite swear word? Uh huh. Every single single one of them.
0: They're all so expressive. No, no particular one that just. You know, probably the,
1: probably the. I would have to say, and then for all of our cousins that are listening, (laughs) God damn it.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's a good one.
1: You know, and then so if Aunt Cindy just heard that, or is going to hear that one,
0: (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) We will close there. (laughs) I love you. I'm so glad we got to do this. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Invisible Not Broken. Next week, Karis will be interviewing a man who has no kidneys. I just listened to this podcast and it blew my mind. It was amazing. So please join us next week. If you can head over to the site and share some love, give us some good reviews, and please share us with a friend or someone you think might benefit from listening to this podcast. Until next week, be kind, be gentle, and be a badass.